Hello gorgeous soul, welcome to the Sex and the City Hippie Podcast, the podcast for high achievers looking for motivation, inspiration, and raw vulnerability regarding healing, mindset, and manifesting. If you want to break free from societal expectations, heal unwanted subconscious patterns, and manifest a life that sets your soul on fire, then you are at the right address. It is my mission to teach souls like you heal and manifest from their hearts and not from their heads. I am Daniela Cura and as your host, I will bring harmony between our spiritual side and our rational side because I believe that we need both, like a true sex in the city hippie. I was always a high achiever and coming from a rough and traumatic childhood, I always made sure to work as hard as I could to achieve my goals. And even though I was living the life, I was feeling dead inside. I got myself out of that rock bottom and now I want to take you with me on this journey. I am so excited that you are tuning in to today's episode. Don't want you to make this manifestation mistake. So there are a lot of techniques and things that you can do to manifest, to really lean into that next version of yourself. And in this video, in this live, I want to talk to you about void filling manifesting. This is a mistake that a lot of people do. Void filling manifestation is when you are manifesting from a place of void. You are not manifesting from a place of fulfillment. An example of void filling manifesting is that I want to attract a partner so that I can be happy. That does not work because you're attracting from a conditional intention. You need to attract from a surrendered and trust intention. So when you are tapping into void filling manifestation is that you expect for someone else to make you happy. You expect for that car, that job, that house to make you happy. And then you are left with climbing the ladder and doing all of these um, diplomas, chasing all of these diplomas. And then once you get them, you're like, hmm, this didn't make me happy either. Funny thing is, is that with money, it tends to happen like that as well. People think that money is what's gonna make them happy. I asked one person the other day, I was in Amsterdam, I'm told you, so what is your dream? It's a question that I love asking people because it gives me a lot of insight about the wishes where people are at and I just love really connecting to people with that question. And this woman told me, I want 20 million euros. And I'm like, okay, I understand. Why do you want 20 million euros? I just want 20. Once I have 20 million euros, I will not have any troubles, any issues ever again. But that is not true because what I was seeing is that I was seeing a very hurt person. She wanted to attract love and she wanted to connect with someone on a deeper level. And obviously she's definitely a high achiever and she wanted that money. So she's going to probably chase that 20 million for the rest of her life and putting her worth on her achievements. That is void filling manifesting that you are attracting from a place of that what you don't have. 
So in yourself, you need to create that place of wholeness. So I'm doing this live because my Kuda Manifestation program, the doors are opening tomorrow for early enrollment. And if you follow me for a longer time, if you want to join this program, this is the moment to join. It is a trauma-informed manifestation program, which means it not only focuses on the spiritual aspects, on the magical aspects of manifesting, but it also focuses on the human experience of that manifestation. It is a method that I kind of came up with because I have I am neurodivergent, which means that I'm wired differently than most people. And I found out that thinking positive and doing affirmations only made me angry <laughs> because I'm like, how can I be grateful if my parents both died? How can I be grateful if I was abandoned, beaten, abused, if I got a burnout, if I, I am literally alone, I don't have family that I can lean on. I don't, I mean, I have some familial connections, but it, they're not really true familial connections. I felt, and sometimes I also struggle with it, lonely. However, with this method, I am able to fill that big void that I feel inside of me from time to time and not attract things to me because they are going to make me happy. That is your ego chasing and chasing the very next thing that's going to make you happy. That is not going to make you happy. So that is what I do on a daily basis. I make sure that I don't do this mistake, that I don't manifest from a void feeling perspective. So I have an amazing guest that I want to invite. So Anna Marika is an amazing, powerful soul that joined my program last November. And I have seen such a big transformation and I want you to listen to her story and I'm going to be giving tips in between as well. So what I was talking about, the mistake that a lot of people are doing is that they are manifesting from a void filling manifestation. Don't do that mistake. You have everything that you need in order to manifest inside of you. Oh, there you are. Oh my God, sunshine. Hello. Hi. How are you doing? Power to the curls. Power to the curls. <laughs> you look amazing, Dushi. So how are you doing? I'm doing amazing. Tell yeah. us tell us a little bit about, so you did this program. Take us way, way back before you did the Kuda Manifestation program. Where were you? So that people that are considering joining the Kuda Manifestation program can really see what the program can maybe do for them. Yeah, so I uh, before I joined, I just left uh, a relationship that was very toxic and I stayed in it for far too long. And uh, I, I should have never really started it anyway, but <laughs> I did. And um, yeah, I think if in short, I was really seeking, seeking the approval or the, the, the um, yeah, outside of myself. So the need to be loved, the need to feel appreciated, uh, all these positive things, I found it really hard to find that within myself. So yeah. Maybe yeah, it's it, funny. I don't know if you catch the beginning of the of the live that I was talking about void filling manifestation. And that sounded like what you're describing, you're constantly seeking that what you want to ignite in yourself, you're seeking it outside of you. And I also remember that we had a short call to see if the program was was for you. And I remember that you were literally in a dark 
play like everything was dark around you and now as the program progressed i kept on seeing more light and more light and more light and now you are coming in this life and you're radiating so it, it was a journey i can imagine so tell us a little bit about the journey of doing the kudam manifestation program yes yeah it was a journey it was a journey i'm just thinking back of all those days all the days that i spent writing and where i went because i also went from uh, i started when i was in the netherlands and i went to portugal then i came back then i was in spain then i was in a houseboat so that also was a journey so i'm in my mind i'm going through all these different uh locations yeah yeah um i I, I did the deep dive. So I spent a lot of hours doing the assignments, doing the, all the journaling. And also it really helped me because I was so confused at that time because I, yeah, I was so confused and didn't feel my own strength and power. And I did not really, I could, I was, I have always been really good at being alone by myself at home, but I couldn't really do that at that time. And working on all these things made me really, yeah, it gave me something to do, but also to go within and to be with myself. And then very, not even slowly, but surely, I, uh, I, there's, I sort of came home to myself. And I enjoyed being alone. And I enjoyed um, being there with all my books. And, uh, you know, my journals, actually not books, but journals. And, um, I yeah, more, and more and more, I felt the joy coming back. I felt my smile coming back. I felt the connection with people coming back and uh, not looking, searching for it outside of myself that much anymore. Giving and it actually went quite quick. Yay! Yeah, usually it takes about the first two months and then afterwards you're already like, it's a roller coaster. I always say we go deep dive and then in the last two months we go up. And that is also what I see in my one-on-ones. It's what I see in the program that I create. And that's why it, there is no quick fix. I, I will not ever create a program that is going to be as transformational as this Kuda Manifestation program that is just four months. Because I don't believe that you can have big shifts in such small because you need to integrate it otherwise you're spiritual bypassing a lot of things integration is very important when you're doing deep healing so that's why the program is also um four months so i hear you talking a lot about journaling so the program consists of videos assignments and community and what i'm hearing you say is a lot about the the ex exercises that you had to do maybe it's nice to talk about one one that stuck to you like oh that one was really challenging and maybe to give them give the people that are listening or looking like okay this is what you can expect yeah well the, the first thing that comes to mind is the in very much in the beginning when we are doing the parts theory that you investigate the parts within yourself and uh, I have heard before uh, about ego and inner child, but what you taught us as well is that you have several inner children. So it was, you, you go within and you try to find out who, who they are, what their names are, and what their needs are, and what their pain is. And, and it was so interesting for me to, to separate them, mm. and also to really feel what, what each part uh, needs yeah, I love, I love that we're touching upon this because the topic is void filling manifestation and the void that you have to fill for yourself is giving yourself all of the needs that are coming from all of a lot of voices inside of your head 
on your inner child as well, that once you start doing that, you're going to get a lot of healing. However, I read a lot about inner childs on Instagram. I, I, there is a lot of meditation. What makes, what makes the Kuruman Recension program the place to heal it in that way? And maybe you don't have an answer because it's just a question I just I came up with, but yeah. <laughs> no, I do. And it's very personal, of course. But for me, for me, it's two things. One is hearing about it and then sort of thinking about it and then go about your day again. And the other one is sitting with it and doing the work and knowing that there are 50 other women doing the same assignment, not at the same day, but you will, uh, wherever you get stuck or um, uh, you will have the group uh, the community you. supporting you yeah mm. and also you share it in the group coaching and then you feel oh there are so many women experiencing different things but then also the same things um, and you are not alone with that feeling or that pain or that frustration or that sadness anymore mm. and you recognize this in each other mm. and what is uh, what works for me is also that you don't only stay in that feeling of oh, it was heavy and hard and difficult. Ugh. But, <laughs> and then you move to the, to the, to the joy. And because it's, we're not there anymore and we are moving on. And that's, for me, that's amazing about the, yeah, going back to your pain, but also where are you going to? Because you're not staying there anymore. And so, yeah, doing this in a group really helps me to, um, yeah, to feel it and to move forward. Oh, I love this. So right now you're touching, up, touching upon two very key aspects of the, of the program. One is the community um, that is just supporting. And the funny thing is, is that we are mirroring that healing experience. Because remember that when trauma happens, it's not the incident itself but it's what happens after that we don't have that supportive community that we didn't have that our needs were met after the situation happened and that on itself creates a trauma so you being able to come to this community of people that are putting in the work because i will underline this again and i do this in every life my program is not easy to do don't think you're gonna throw money at me and your all your problems are going to be solved you really need to do the deep dive as Anna Marike did so that is very important but you have this beautiful community of women all over the world by the way which i love because i know that you are here from holland and i find it very courageous because i just had like a, a conversation with a lot of people and maybe it's a good thing to talk about it in a bit about how was it for you being dutch and trying to explain yourself that you found it difficult but the second part that you touched upon was about the healing but also about the moving forward and this is what makes what I do, very important that I want to stay in the healing department because yes, this is hard. And that's why my whole branding is a barf of color because healing can be so hard. I want to be able to create, once you heal, there's a lot of space that gets opened up. And I want to make sure for each and every one of my clients that everybody is filling it with what they actually want to attract and not and then it's also very difficult to fall back on your old patterns because you're filling it with exactly what you want does this resonate with what with what you experienced definitely yeah. yeah 
Yeah, I totally see it. And it's so fun because I know that you're also in my mastermind. So that is a whole different level. Maybe we'll do a live on that l uh, later on. Um, my mastermind, by the way, is you can only access my mastermind if you've done the Kuda Manifestation program, which is another reason why you should do it now, because it's just a community of women that are higher level. You get higher level support from me and higher level support from each other. We're just we're all in a different different level of healing and manifesting. So that was that is really fun, too. Um, but today is about the Kuda Manifestation program. So we were talking about the Dutch experience. How was it for you being in an international program, being Dutch? Well, it wasn't something that I uh, was hesitant about or that made me hesitate, actually. Uh, yes, yeah, sometimes it's harder to express your, your deepest feelings or fears or whatever in English, but you do really learn along the way. Um, and it made it easier, uh, you know, yeah. No, I, I haven't had problems with it. And the nice thing about it is that since since you speak, I don't know, one trillion languages. <laughs> no, but since you speak Dutch, and there are so many women speaking Dutch as well, that if you are if you do get stuck somewhere and you you just want to say the Dutch word and then we translate it for each other, it works. So yes, uh, yeah. And the thing that I really liked in the program is when you go into the um, um, I don't know. No, yeah, but also in the group coaching, if you do work, actually a sort of one-on-one -on -one work with someone and then that person has to go back to some sort of situation or to talk to their inner child, then you allow people to speak Dutch because otherwise sometimes it doesn't work. So you speaking these uh, different languages also helps uh, that at the point that you get stuck, there will be a solution. So yeah, yeah for me, it was really wasn't a problem. I love that because I do that very intentional. I always try to cater. For me, it's the most important is the person that is in front of me. And at that moment, I need to speak Dutch, Papiamento, Spanish, French. Maybe I can try to do it. And English, that is important because trauma gets stored in our subconscious mind and the subconscious mind has a, a language on itself so i do the work in the language that the person is in um but the communication in between can just happen uh, smoother as well and i also say that i know that in the beginning of the program we also touch upon emotions that maybe it's even better that you don't know the language because then you get all of these new emotions and new mm -hmm. words to to all everything that you're feeling that on itself can be very soothing so I really, I really like this. So talk to us about, before this, we did a live about money. And today I sent an email out on money. So what has, what has been your shift? What has been your journey in terms of money mindset? Oh, it, yeah, it's, that's big as well. Um, I used to be the person that's all, always considering, is this too expensive? Is this sort of, in a way, do I deserve it? but also judging everything on being too expensive and really thinking a lot about it and not really giving myself that much. Um, um, so yeah, it changed big mm -hmm. time. And, and what, what do you do now instead of saying everything is expensive and yeah, what the, the words that really come to mind is are your words follow the joy. That is my big, if everybody, I mean, if you follow the joy on a daily basis, you don't need my program. <laughs> like that is the thing, but we limit ourselves so much. That is too expensive. No, I'm not quitting my job because I need to do this, 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 that. I'm staying in this relationship. I, 
and it doesn't bring you joy anymore. However, I do want to add the trauma-informed layer to what you're saying for the people that are that are looking at this live or video, is that a lot of times our emotions are triggered by a certain system. It is stored in our amygdala. It is a conditioning that we all have. For instance, like what you say, oh, if, if a, a t-shirt is more than 50 euros, that's too expensive. That is already your conditioning. So it doesn't matter if the t-shirt is 55 and you maybe do can afford it. It is kind of an automatic process that goes inside of you. But if you want to change it, it it's not always possible to follow that that inner knowing because it is blurred by a lot of trauma so you need to release the blockages for you to find out what your true joy is do you understand what i'm saying am i making sense maybe you can help me translate it for the rest no my actually my mind went to all the things that my my i heard the voices of my parents usually my mother but so i was distracted so no it's I okay can't. no it's okay <laughs> so you were already in your in your in your money blockage funny to hear um so yeah that is what that is what happens when you when you think if you want if you follow the joy every day you don't need the program i just said that and i'm like yes that is one way to look at it but what is your true joy Or is you following the joy a way to deviate from all of the skeletons in the closet? And that is where trauma-informed manifesting comes at place. You also said really uh, something really beautiful and it flew away. So I'm going to keep on talking to see if it com comes back about how once you started seeing things that weren't expensive. Oh, yes. Now I remember what I wanted to talk about. I want to talk about cultural trauma. Cultural trauma is a trauma, it's a collective trauma. And depending on where you were born, whether it's in Europe has a collective trauma, World War II, the, the Netherlands has a collective trauma. I mean, if you go to people that, uh, that survived the, the water coming over the dikes, I mean, those people have collective trauma. Maybe there are a lot of people there that don't want to swim, that, uh, you know, get anxiety because they're literally suffocated. And that's how trauma gets, gets passed down. Uh, oh, I'm really excited, Nana. I cannot wait to welcome you on Friday. Woohoo! Set your alarm because I have limited spots. So set your alarm at 12. And um, yeah, so I'm just really excited to hear that. So cultural trauma is that, that it gets passed down. So I know that you're Dutch. And Dutch people have a collective trauma. And if you feel called out by me, I hope you do. I'm doing a good job as a coach. <laughs> um, Dutch people have a collective trauma around money. And that is okay. I'm not here bashing anybody. But I do want to inspire you, trigger you, push you to grow from that collective trauma. Because I don't want you to allow something that is collective to be your limit, right? So what happens is that the collective trauma in, in a lot of the Dutch people and the Second World War did a lot for this part of the continent. A lot of the traumas that I see in my clients are embedded in there. Why? Because they are the children of the children of the children of people that have that that had to literally they had to literally look for their money 
they didn't, you know, they had to eat potatoes. Sometimes they, they, they could only eat um, literally things that comes from the tree that are not even edible as well or nutritious. And that got ingrained in all of our system. So if you're Dutch and you have money blockage and you have a business or you like, elke maand gebeurt er wat please join my program and I will help you release these blockages because that is why trauma-informed manifesting is so different because you, I look, I look at it from a cultural perspective. What, where is this person coming from and what is, what is the lineage of this person? What did the lineage of this person go through that made the reaction of my client to be this way? So in your case, it's very normal for you to, to have had these blockages. And I'm just really happy and grateful that you are healing them because I loved in the mastermind, you mentioned that you're booking yourself a hotel to come to the mastermind dinner in, in a week. And I'm like, yes, Anna-Marika, go even though you live in Utrecht. It doesn't matter. You're going to do that for yourself. And this is the type of transformation that I want for my uh, yes, Nana. I give also one of one. So I have people asking questions. Um, I also give one-on-one -on -one, uh, sessions. Uh, I have right now my premium package. Feel free to send me a DM, and I will get. I will give you more information on what it is. But uh, I do give one-on-ones, but they are very limited. I only have five spots every half a, half a year, and if I have yearly programs, I only want to coach five people um, every six months. That is my ideal life because I only want to coach one day a week and the rest of the day I want to be doing these lives and being with my mastermind souls and with my kind face souls. So that is what I do. So going back to the cultural trauma, that is what happens. And everybody has a different type of trauma. I've worked with Asian people as well that have a very different set of, set of conditioning. South American people, Arabian people, Caribbean people, even people from the States. I've also worked with them. And there's just, there's just so much layers to this and I can talk hours and hours and hours, but we have Anna Marike as a guest. <laughs> so I'm gonna go back to you, yes? And maybe I can add one thing because you yes. made, I think you made a reel or you made a story or something about yeah. this. Uh -huh. And I went to visit my mother, I think it was her birthday the, the, a few days later. Mm -hmm. And I thought, oh, let me just take this and have a conversation uh, about it with her. And uh, so we, so, and this is actually an example of how uh, me change or you teaching me changing how it helps in my family as well um, so I had a very nice uh, conversation with my mother uh, in how about the way she grew up she grew up in the east of the country which was much more poor uh, and she comes from a poor family so um, mm. uh, so I was talking about this thing like you have to finish your plates or you have to oh yeah 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 you have to finish eating whatever they have served you. Yeah. And so they, they, they raised me the same way. And I was asking her, like, how can this make, how may this be related to the way you were growing up and how your parents who were living during the war, what they have experienced mm. and how that resulted or how, since they were poor, how that resulted in her, how she was raising me. So it's, and it was really, I really saw the sort of the, my mother feeling acknowledged as well in, oh yeah, but this is, I'm doing this because this is the way I was raised and that's because they have been through this. So I, I really felt a sort of 
softening or something in mm, her as well. Mm, really mm. beautiful. Yeah, the unburdening part happened that you kind of accepted the lessons. And now you're touching upon a second trauma that I see a lot in Dutch people is the relationship with food. Because imagine you being a kid with this much of a belly and you get this much food and you have to eat it cost about the cost. That is not that is not a way that you can develop an, a healthy relationship with food. So that has a, its own set of traumas that I can talk about also a whole day. So it's really beautiful what you said. And I love what you said about that doing the program allowed you to change. Congratulations because you are a cycle breaker in so many levels. We talked about money, relationship, void feeling, like you are just at the beginning of your power. I know that for sure. And I also wanted to talk to you about your purpose. So the funny part is for people that don't know, I say I'm a manifestation and purpose coach but the purpose part was unintentional because I just saw that so many people were coming to me and the way that I work with manifestation it kind of helps them unlock their true potential even if they were already in the warm zone they were already doing something that was kind of their purpose but they felt a little bit off they come to me and then they, they're like freaking a spear going I know my purpose and this is my purpose so in your case I wanted to ask you like how was that purpose journey for you in the program yeah well I I have been close to what I was doing but I've also come to realize that since I'm such a people pleaser I or I used to be no I'm a recovering people pleaser uh, I, I did like the things that I was doing but I also it made me happy to accommodate others and uh, during the program, I didn't find the next switch for a long time. And, I, and we had the finishing weekend. We had Saturday and Sunday. We had a session. And on Saturday, I wasn't complaining, but I did mention it in a sort of, I think we, we separated or, or we split up in, in smaller groups. And I said, yeah, I didn't have the boom feeling yet. And I, I was talking to, um, in that case, Tracy. And she said, yeah, I really felt the boom thing. And of your purpose, we, you mean, right? Yeah, when, when finding your purpose. So something has to happen. And then we had the closing day and you put on, we had a sort of meditation or a, it wasn't even a visual, visualization. It was but there was activation. No, it, so what I did, I'm going to come clean. Um, I did a healing, a um, masha healing. Um, so I, it's, it's something that I do that I put on music and I channel healing to people. And this is something that... I don't dare to say out loud, but this is me breaking my own patterns and I'm sensing a little bit of emotions coming up. <laughs> um, but this was me giving a group healing to all of you. So that's maybe why you got your boom. <laughs> so thank you for, for um, yeah, giving me that confirmation. So go ahead and tell the story. Yeah, well, so this happened. You were playing this song and then so all of a sudden there was this boom and I was crying and I was crying. And my father, who is not here with us anymore, he was so visible. Well, not visible, but, but I could feel his energy. And I was like, oh my gosh, I, I saw all these signals. Like people have been telling you this and this and this. And you have to do something with the way you touch and where way you move people. And I was like, yeah, okay. How how long, how much longer should I hide from this talent that I have? Like I am, I'm not especially in English, but I'm great with words. I'm great in writing, but I'm I also really can feel and touch people's energies in their body. So not really from a distance, but and I can make the connection. 
Mm. The, 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 the physical touch and the words and how that helps people to either unlock the things that they are sort of hiding in their body and then translate it into words. I love this. So what you're basically saying is, and this is what I do. I just told my one-on-one client that I consider myself an energy expander because I am building an army and I really, really, truly believe it. I see us like the Avengers or the X-Men, you know, that all of us have such beautiful gifts and qualities. And it is my job to put you in that position to be able to look at your gifts. And you created this thing that you're creating. So what, what, what are you doing now? Yeah, I'm still searching. I do have to, to find the true way in, in which I um, uh, will do this. I'm still searching. But I would love to, like this, this the, the group of women you are working with, very often entrepreneurs, but high achievers, female energy bombs. <laughs> I just love helping them, you know, taking next steps to, to put words to the things that they are doing. Be it, and it can be business, it can be personal relationships, it can be if you are a manager somewhere, very often we don't really know how to put words to what we are doing and um, to also like feel it and heal it in your, mm. in, in your body. So yeah, that's what I, I want I to still it. find a combination of coaching, massage, Reiki, and then this word thing. But I, I am a little, I am searching still. It's okay. I, it sounds like an exciting journey that you're still on. Luckily, you're still in the mastermind, so we can keep on working on it. And I know that you have some sessions, secret sessions that you're already trying out there. So if you uh, listen to her and you're like, oh my God, what she's doing sounds amazing, go to her page and check her out or send her a DM or whatever. I am really excited, Dushi. So before we close out, there are two questions I want to ask you. If someone was hesitant to join the program, what would you say to them? Yeah, uh, what are you afraid of? Are you afraid of the work? Are you afraid of the tears that might come up? Are you afraid of the pain that may come, I don't know, from under that big rug that you've been hiding so much? Yeah, because, yeah, what are you afraid of? And what would you say to people that are afraid that they are ready, they want to do the program, but it's the money? Hmm. Um, yeah, I would, I would uh, generally ask the question. So is it, do you not have the money or are you afraid of spending that much money on yourself? And uh, what if you do not do this now? How, where will you be in four months? Mm. For example, for me, because I was just starting also to be an entrepreneur, I knew that if I wouldn't spend the money at that moment in time, I would never be able to make the money I am making right now. So it really felt as an investment to, to, be, able, to be able to earn money later. And it doesn't have to be as an entrepreneur, but also as a, if you are in, in loaning somewhere. Um, so, yeah, to, to start looking instead of a sort of cost, to see it as an investment. Mm, I love what you're saying. You literally said that if I didn't do the program, I wouldn't be, be able to earn what I'm earning now because your money mindset grew so much that it opened so many portals for you, for you to be able to earn more. And what you were talking about, even for people that are working in their nine to five job, there are also ways that they can manifest more money while working their nine to five jobs because we've seen it in 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 other stories as well 
and not it's not just the money blockage but also mm -hmm. like we were saying at the beginning of this conversation like how how i was in a dark place but let's say you're in a more or less neutral space uh place but if you if you like you are saying to me and other people have said to me as well like oh my god you radiate like how much how much you might much rather want to be around someone who radiates right so it's much easier easier to uh, much more easy to attract clients or to, I don't know, get your raise or whatever, or mm -hmm. to level up in your career. Mm -hmm. If you are in an energy that attracts people mm. to be around. So yeah, indeed it, it's, it works in so many different ways. Yeah. It's like what you say, you become magnetic. You, be, you become this magnetic energy. So last but not least, tell us some good manifestation stories. Yeah, well, I can. Uh, I was listening to the story with you. Uh, with you, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, she is an amazing manifester. Uh, and I, I was actually thinking about these things yesterday, and I find it a little bit harder because my, and maybe it's the biggest thing. You know, I was, I did not smile every day before. Mm. So my, my personal goals were really like, yeah, of course, I also want to meet the love of my life, and I haven't met him yet. So that's a thing that I'm still, still attracting. Um, but to be truly happy with myself, mm. which I don't know, I still feel weird saying this, uh, because I feel I should have always felt it already, but I didn't. That's just the honest truth. Um, so to be truly happy with myself, to be friends with all of my emotions, to get up during the day and feel truly happy and, and mm. feel ready to, to start for me, that was a big thing. So it's. It's not the house. It's not a car. It's not another job. Yeah, I do. I do, did earn my first 10,000 euros in one month. I manifest. Ah! I get goosebumps. Yes. So yeah, that happened. Um, so it, yeah, in general, it was much more feelings than material things. Well, sorry. Yeah. You broke a generational trauma, a cultural trauma by having your first 10K month. Congratulations, Anna Marika. Holy yeah. shit. But I also know that I have this thing that I want to teach you all to manifest smaller things, fun oh, yeah. things. Tell us a little bit about those because those are now. See, you're, you're already yeah. smiling. Tell us a little bit about yeah, those Yeah, because things. I have, it's the first thing that I actually want to say. And then my ego's like, oh, no, that's stupid. But ah. the thing is, when you were first starting to teach us, teach us this, uh, was, okay, I'll manifest a frog. And then in the group chat, everyone like, oh, I so already see this and I see this and I see this. And I was like, oh, where's my frog? <laughs> <laughs> and then we had our one and one and we were talking about dream partners and everything. And then you were telling your story and you told me, I'm not going to kiss any more frogs. I'm going to wait for my prince. <laughs> <laughs> hey, there's my frog. <laughs> oh, that is such a fun story. That is such a fun story. And... You know, in everything that you do, it's about the baby steps. And you cannot take a woman that has been conditioned or someone that is so rational, that needs so much explanation and tell her, yeah, you're going you're gonna to manifest 10,000 euros. That's too big of a leap. So I always start and build everyone up step by step, little by little. So I'm really excited to show how you started with manifesting a frog and now you manifested 10,000 euros in one month. Like... That is a big frog leap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I am so happy, Dushi. 
All right. Do you have anything else that you would like to say for the people that are considering that are considering joining the Kura Manifestation program or anything else that you would like to say or tell about the program before we close it off? I think um, that the energy that we are having here is the energy in the program. So, uh, and maybe because you go really deep, but you, with your energy and also with your, <laughs> can I say goofy humor? Yes. <laughs> um, uh, so it goes all those ways. And um, and what I what you teach us is to to um, uh, to sort of expand your nervous system mm -hmm. so you can go all those ways so you don't. And I think you were talking with you as well about it. You, if you're down, you're not you're not you're not stuck there for days or for weeks or for however long you want to stay there. But you learn ways to uh, get moving, literally get moving. But also, um, yeah. So you, you I, what I what I what happens to me now if when something happens, so it's a bad memory or a, a big feeling of sadness that I, that I feel, I can just let it sort of flow through me. And mm -hmm. I know I will be, I have always known I, <laughs> I will be all right afterwards, but I'm much more calm now. And there's, I don't get to a point where, okay, on America, now it's done. We are going uh, on with the rest of the day. You have to do this, you have to do that. And you can stop crying now because you're done. You know, that's the way I used to talk to myself. And now I just let it come. I let it flow. And then I smile again and I'm fine. And it, I don't have to sort of hang over the next day uh, because I allow myself to, wow. to feel whatever needs to be felt. Hmm. I love okay. that. And I think you were talking about, about this. I was either talking to this with you or with my client just now. And this is what I mean in the regular manifestation world. Mm -hmm. Um, they tend to focus a lot on mind, reprogramming your mind and maybe breathwork sessions here and there. But what I do with trauma informed manifesting is really bringing the human experience into the whole manifestation process because that is my mission also because I have PTSD, so I cannot really bypass it myself, but I crack the code on how you can do that. And therefore you can shine every day and cry every day, but still manifest every day and that is the most important part right oh i'm so excited dushi thank you so much for jumping in on it, this call with me if you missed the beginning of this live i will suggest you to go uh, and watch the replay after i post it because i talk about void filling manifesting and explain it very thoroughly and i had this beautiful conversation with anamarika thank you so much dushi and i will see you in the chat in a bit in the mastermind <laughs> perfect much love bye-bye bye-bye uh, let me see yes so if you want to join Makura manifestation program the program that Anna Marika and I have been talking for for half an hour I highly recommend you to put your timers for tomorrow at 12 p.m europe time why because it is the last time that you can purchase this very transformational program for under a thousand euros i have monthly payments when we're talking about money mindset so it's more accessible for you to actually join tomorrow at 12. i wish you all an amazing amazing day bye bye all right that was it for today thank you for gifting me your time 
I love connecting with you. So if you found this episode inspiring, it would mean the world to me if you left me a review and let me know that you listened by tagging me on Instagram at daniela.cura. This way, my message can reach more and more souls. If you don't want to miss any future episodes, click subscribe. It's time to create a life that sets your soul on fire. This is the Sex and the City Hippie Podcast. See you next time.